Many say that for banks, lending to small businesses is a tricky thing. They're not going to make a lot of money and there's a chance that the business could go under, leaving the bank on the hook for the loan amount. It can also easily be said that for them, it's largely a formula of low reward and high risk. But there is a way of getting around this. They can reduce their risk by having the business take out insurance in the form of a credit guarantee on the amount loaned. This way, if the business goes under, the lender can get their money back. This formula works even better when a state institution backs a credit guarantee scheme as it reduces the risk to the bank even further. Joining us today to elaborate on the benefits of credit guarantee schemes in developing countries is Saul Levin, the Executive Director of Trade and Industrial Policy Strategy. TIPS is an independent non-profit economic research institution. Hello, Saul. Great to have you joining us today. Uh, Good day. So in 2018, you had written a proposal Mm. on how developing countries have benefited from credit guarantee schemes. But I'm not Mm. sure that many of us are even aware of what they are. Could you please explain what is the purpose of a credit guarantee scheme? So the aim is to try and direct finance better from Um, other areas of lending, to small business lending in particular, or to, say, for example, industrial lending. So what it means is that an institution would stand as the guarantor to a bank to say that if the loan is defaulted or part of the loan is defaulted, then the guarantor would um, contribute um, back to the bank to cover their losses. So what net impact is, is that you then see more lending taking place to the small business sector because it reduces the risk for the bank to lend into that space. Would you say that the previous attempts by the government as well as the banking sector have been underutilized? Yes, definitely. So we've seen some attempts in the past at credit guarantees in South Africa. There's the Cooler Credit Guarantee, which is now being run by um, CIFA, which is the state um, small business lending institution. But it's, it's doing good work, but it's only a um, very small amount of lending. So um, in the last few years, they're, they're over 100 million rand now. But even then, when we look at other developing countries, we took talking in the order of billions of dollars. Um, and if we look at the total amount of lending going into small business sector, um, that kind of level of activity would be significantly improved or lending activity would be significantly improved um, with the intervention of an at-scale credit guarantee scheme. And what do you propose could be done better? So what we're suggesting is that we take um, an example out of other developing countries and also many developed countries, particularly in the EU, um, are running credit guarantee schemes. So an example might be... Um, what we could do is bring in an at-scale resource or we could even draw on international financial markets. So we have looked at a project where uh, one of the global reinsurance companies could provide a credit guarantee or the state could put in resources um, through various mechanisms um, that would see billions of rands going into a type of credit guarantee um, that would then partner with the banks um, and allow more resources to go or lending to go into the small business sector. So if we look at the EU, for example, there are um, 42 countries um, that are members of the EU association. It includes Turkey, who's um, also there. But they lend an amount of about 125 billion euro. They guarantee that amount um, of, of loans. And it's over 3 million businesses. And that's in a developing country context. We can also look at developing countries um, that have got similar large-scale credit guarantee schemes. 
How are the economies performing and is there significant growth in the small and medium businesses? So that is very much part of the challenge because if we want to strengthen the small business sector, we need to see how we we can provide a whole range of support measures. So finance is only one part of that puzzle. There are a whole lot of other things that need to happen to strengthen the support framework and ecosystem to enable the growing small business sector. But what we see, for example, in um, the downturn in 2008 and the, the global recession was that many countries ramped up their credit guarantee schemes so that they put more money back into the economy um, and allowed small businesses to stay afloat or to even thrive because um, they were able to keep um, going. In South Africa, we saw a million jobs being lost, and many of them were in small business and formal sector. So the big challenge is how do we use these kind of financial mechanisms for good so that we enable the economy to be strengthened and to grow? I suppose that access could also be an issue. So would you say that it's easily accessible? So depending on how it's structured. So there's there's many different ways of doing it. In India, for example, they have a scheme where each individual loan is approved, but it only takes a day. So they've got the technology and they've got the systems that allow very rapid turnaround. um, And they've also um, been able to get um, very large numbers of lending um, or credit guarantees. In other countries, they do a portfolio approach where an entire portfolio of small business loans are then guaranteed. It is obviously easier for the insurance um, or reinsurance company if they take um, a portfolio approach. And CIFA has been trying some of those experiments or tests, um, pilots, um, with their credit guarantee. But again, it's very small um, numbers that we're looking at there. So there are many different options. We would obviously see more benefits through a portfolio approach where you take the basket of small business loans and do a guarantee on that. What about the risk that financial institutions as well as the government will have to take on? How do you mitigate that risk? So the key part is that the financial institution still has an obligation to chase after the loan if the business defaults. So even though the loan is guaranteed, Usually and globally, we see this um, as a practice that they can't just say, okay, the business didn't pay, um, we must now claim back from the the grant hall. So what would happen is there's an obligation on the financial institution to then try and recoup some of the um, money that should have been paid. um, And when those options um, no longer work, then they go to the guarantee agency to claim back um, the, the losses. So you mentioned that um, CIFA does have a program which is called the Kula Credit Guarantee Scheme. So which banks are actually part of this program? So CIFA has been working with the banking sector, but in the past they used the major banks. Um, I'm not sure that all of the banks are still part of it because there were a few issues a few years ago around utilisation of the scheme. But also what CIFA has been doing is working with some of the trade finance companies. So um, when businesses, for example, might need raw materials, they can then get some trade finance and that is guaranteed um, by CIFA. So there's lots of innovative ways um, of ensuring that small businesses are supported um, through access to credit. And in which industries would you say that these credit guarantee schemes are needed the most in order to boost the economy? So my argument is that we would really need to look at small businesses across the board. Um, It's difficult to say let's target one specific industry for small businesses um, because you've got small businesses that are largely in construction or retail or 
Um, they, there are lots of small businesses in manufacturing, um, but we could also look at um, other types of credit guarantees just for the industrial sector because it is a priority sector for the government. So we could say um, there's a small business credit guarantee as well as um, bigger, slightly bigger firms, um, medium-sized firms could also then apply um, for a guarantee if they're in the manufacturing sector. That was Saul Levin, who is the Executive Director of Trade and Industrial Policy Strategies.